really that, that leadership lesson of understanding and knowing your strengths and then building a team around you was, it was just, you know, it was that indelible moment that, that, that created that, the force that, that helped me drive the growth we've been on. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast, where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSP Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. My twin and I are pleased to have our next guest join us. Manish Hirapara is the CEO of Peak Activity, and his company has become one of the fastest growing digital strategy and technology implementation companies in the country. We're going to be asking him about his leadership journey, learning about what he's doing to help his company sustain the growth that they're having, and to see what else is on the horizon as we look into the rest of this year and 2023. We're so thrilled because they've partnered with organizations of various sizes to help them achieve long-term scalable growth through e-commerce, digital marketing, and new technology solutions. We're excited whenever we can get a leader like Manish to join us to share his thoughts, his secrets to what he's doing to build great organizations. Manish, welcome to Twins Talk It Up. Dave, Dan, thank you for having me here. So from time to time, as Dave and I are speaking, we'll make sure we let our audience know who is actually asking the question, as sometimes we do sound alike over the podcast. Manish, this is Danny. So can you brief tell us a little bit about your leadership journey and what led you to begin Peak Activity? Yeah, I, I would love to. Uh, I, I, I started out very, very young, uh, really being fascinated with business, even when I was a kid. I read a book, How to Think Like a CEO. I had that on the bookshelf in my, my college dorm. You know, everyone else had, had ping pong balls and beer cups, and I'm sitting there with the How to Think Like a CEO book. Um, and, and a lot of what I've, I've done over my career has been try to learn the art of storytelling, the, the dynamics of, of what a great leader does. Uh, I, I, I was fortunate, and I, I, I started my career in software engineering, and it's been a hot space for the last who knows, 40 or 50 years. And so I was, I was on this rocket ship that is technology. Uh, I spent a lot of time with large corporations, climbing the ranks. And about, uh, about six years ago, I decided to cut out on my own and take all the skills I'd learned over time and decided to really start consulting. And as I consulted, I, I saw the demand for people that were thirsting for knowledge and what, what I had in, in between my ears and I was able to, to luckily and, and fortunately transform it into this fast-growing company that is Peak Activity today. Manish, this is David. Before we get into your company, Peak Activity, talk about your background and your experience with Office Depot and what you were doing with them and really heading up the whole e-commerce space. Absolutely. So I started Office Depot uh, very, very early in my career uh, uh, and very early in e-commerce. 
Amazon was less than a $5 billion company. Office Depot at, at the time that I started was a number two e-commerce retailer in the world. They were early in on the journey. And I was really fortunate in having great leadership, great mentors, and a great team around me. Uh, we were on a rocket ship where we took revenues from, I think, less than a billion dollars to over $7 billion when I left. And learning how a global footprint over 40 countries worldwide, managing engineering resources in distributed places, working with business teams in distributed places was, was phenomenal. And the interesting thing that when you're at a large uh, retail like Office Depot, you almost take it for granted how smart the people are around you, how much people know about e-commerce. And as soon as I started talking to people outside the building, they were, their jaws were dropping in, in how we were growing and how e-commerce was, was this dynamic force in the world. And to me, I was just taking it for granted that I had all this knowledge. You know, we were one of Google's largest customers in the early days of paid advertising. And for me to have understood this, learned this, and then now being able to share that with the world and our customer base has really been uh, uh, quite rewarding in, in the journey we've been on. That's fascinating. And this is David again, Manish, and I appreciate you sharing that and really taking your experience and bringing that over into your new company. I heard a story, and I believe you shared this on another program, where you were out to sea on a cruise ship, and let's just say all blank broke loose, and you had to cover and deal with a lot of information, a lot of things going on in your business, but that sparked something in you to think about how to scale your company to another level. Can you talk about the incredible growth that you've had with Peak Activity and how a lot of that were born from lessons you learned being out in the sea. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the story is, in essence, um, I had to use Wi-Fi calling on a, on a ship-based Wi-Fi in order to, to save a project or save a, a, a challenge that was, that, was, that was going on. And this was, you know, when Wi-Fi calling was in, in its infancy, and we didn't quite know that it was going to work as well as it does now. You used to think cruises, you would be unreachable, but it didn't quite work. Uh, but really the lesson learned is uh, over time as leaders grow companies and scale companies, you have to put really smart people in around you who are capable of making decisions. Uh, and they might make dis different decisions than you would in, in their, their spot with their experience, but they might make better decisions. And a lot of you know, what I've learned along the way is you've got to have the right people around you. You have to learn to let go if you want to scale a business. And that was that lesson learned saying, why am I sitting here in the middle of the Caribbean when I should be spending the time with my family, but literally I'm taking two or three hours of Wi-Fi calls to, to solve a, a challenge that when you look back on it now, I can't even describe what the challenge was. It wasn't something that was so incredible. So it really that, that leadership lesson of understanding and knowing your strengths and then building a team around you was, it was just, you know, it was that indelible moment that, that, that created that, the force that, that helped me drive the growth we've been on. This is Danny. I think that a lot of times when I speak to business leaders, those who have just been plateaued for quite a while, the reason they haven't been able to get that next level of growth is because they are wearing all those hats. They haven't learned to rely on hiring the right people to run certain processes. And that is really what's kept them back. Now that you've really grown your business and hit all these key milestones within your organization, please Tell with the audience a little bit about your mindset and how you're able to keep this personal mindset going 
And how do you keep that mindset to match that pace you've been having at peak activity? Because you guys have really scaled really quickly and really fast. How do you keep that mindset to balance that growth you've been having? Look, I'm a big believer that there's a fixed mindset and there's a growth mindset. And the fixed mindset is I'm the smartest in the room. I know everything. I'm going to tell you I told you so. The growth mindset is something that I subscribe to. And, and quite honestly, we, we try to train and hire for this, which is the older I get, the dumber I am, uh, the, the less I know. It, it, it really is great in that I, I don't know everything. I, if you ask me about e-commerce, I'm, I'm, I'm a rookie and I've been at it for, for 20, 20 plus years at this point. And um, I do believe that having that growth mindset, the, the sense of wonder is something that if you can train for great, uh, if I believe you can. Um, I believe you have to challenge your employees along the way saying, well, let's explore this. Let's be curious about something. Curiosity is the, the mother of, of a lot of invention, right? And I think uh, if we want to use an analogy uh, or an example, Elon Musk was probably curious to see if he could land a rocket ship after it, it fired up into the atmosphere. And guess what? That curiosity led to it actually happening. There's, there's, there's hundreds of thousands of examples of this. So for me, that growth mindset is really knowing that I know enough to be dangerous. However, there are all those abilities for me to learn more. And, and especially in this information age, we can get more in YouTube in an hour or TikTok in an hour that we would never known. I never knew you could slice a pineapple as, as crazily as you can. But I do now because, because of that growth mindset I had along with my daughter's TikToks. Yeah, exactly. The kids learn so fast nowadays. This is Danny again. And I think about, as you said before, the growth mindset aspect. I, I learned so much from YouTube. I learned so much from reading books and Audible. And I learned so much from listening to CEOs such as yourself and how to run a business better and more effectively. There's two ways to learn. Either you fall down on your face, you determine whether you want to get back up again because of the pain and you don't learn from your mistakes. So you stay on the ground or you see what other people are doing and you look at their success, you go after the coaching, you go after the mentorship, and then you grow that way. One of the things I've heard you say briefly, and I want to expound upon a little bit more, is about the fact that you said, I don't have to be the smartest person in the room. I can have a team about it, a team around me. So when we think about growing quickly, and we think about building that right foundation, you got to have a great team. So how did you build the right culture at peak activity in order to keep up with this growth? You talked about finding the right people, but how did you keep up that culture? Because it's really hard to find the right talent in the room and find the right people who may be smarter than you in those areas. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Live Love Thanks. Live Love Thanks helps purpose-driven women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs to permanently eliminate clutter and end stress and overwhelm so they can move forward in their careers, relationships, and health. Visit LiveLoveThanks.com for impactful coaching and program professional women's. Greetings, incredible leaders and listeners. This is Danny Suk-Brown, the co-host and one half of the Twins Talk It Up program. And I want to share a special announcement with you. Do you want to improve or master your communication and presentation skills? Do you want to overcome your fear of speaking? What could be the impact from you improving your public speaking skills? Could your value increase 15, 30, or even 50%? Can your potential income and salary increase as well? 
If you have ever asked yourself any of these questions, then I am pleased to announce that my identical twin brother and I have released our first book. And the book is entitled, Talk It Up, A Guide to Successful Public Speaking. For this month only, on Amazon, there's a special discounted price to celebrate the launch of our new book. Whether you're a beginner or an experienced speaker, this book will prove to be a great and valuable asset for your professional growth, and it also will increase your influence. Be sure to visit Amazon for the discounted price, available in both paperback and ebook format. Not only are we offering Talk It Up, a guide to successful public speaking at a special price, we will be giving away a copy of our listeners. So, how do you get one of our copies? You must listen to our Twins Talk It Up podcast, you must comment, and then we will ask you to give a stellar review and reading, and you will get an opportunity to qualify for a free book. This will support our ability to continue to make great content. My twin and I are so thankful for your continued support. We can't wait to hear from how this book is supporting and helping you to reach your goals. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast, and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. It's a, it's a great question, Dan. The ability for a founder, an entrepreneur to impact their culture, especially with a small company, is very, very significant. The culture is you. As the company grows, you can still keep that impact. But what most people don't get is it takes work. You have to work. You have. To, I, I have a journal that I keep on how I want to make sure that the culture is driven forward. I have ideas on how I want to celebrate my, my great uh, employees. I want to celebrate our great wins. I want to I want to think about how we do retrospectives when, when things may not go as, as well as planned, or even when we do retrospectives when things went great. And that culture is something that you have to be very, very intentional about. And if you think about a, you know, a journey when you're an entrepreneur and you're turning into a CEO, they're two different jobs. The entrepreneurial job is to be scrappy, bootstrap, grow the business. The CEO, the job is to let others, to serve others. You are there now at their service. And your job is to create that culture, to create those boundaries, to create the bonds that will fuel the next generation of growth. And um, if you don't roll up your sleeves and work at it, it's not going to get to where you want it to be. Manish, this is David. And I've got to ask a follow-up to that because so many organizations will follow the adage of, well, it's the squeaky wheel that gets the oil. It's the people that are on the pit plans. These are the guys that you got to spend the most time with. These are the people you got to go and pour the resources in. But what about your rock stars? What about the people that are thriving that you've allowed because you entrusted them with a role and area responsibility? They're just they're just taking off. Mm -hmm. And if we fail to keep the resources there for them, if we fail to continue to open up the door of opportunity, who's to say that this incredible talent won't walk out the door? So. What do you do specifically at Peak Activity to either celebrate or address supporting those talented professionals 
who are just literally moving and shaking and taking peak activity along with your energy, with your vision, uh, versus just the ones that are perhaps not fitting into the culture of your organization? One of the things that I love to do, I do a town hall once a month with all of our employees. And we have something called peak praise. Peak praise is something that it's not from, from the leadership team or, or, or me. It is from every employee to say, who did a great job this month? And we get up and we praise them. And we say, uh, you know, John or Susie, whoever it is that killed it on this project or killed it on this e-commerce rollout is, is getting lauded in front of 200 plus people. It's, it's a fantastic thing. And, you know, that's one example of a system that we've built so that it's no longer recognition from a top-down hierarchical view, but really your peers, because your peers and the bonds with your peers is actually way more important. Other things that I like to do, uh, I have a big belief that you spend a lot of time at work, you go on adventures together. It might be a happy hour, it might be a, a, a trip to a conference. And this is where you wanna be intentional with your highest performers to say, you know what, I'm gonna spend the time with traveling with my high performer and making sure they understand and, and are you know, involved in the decision-making. And a lot of times it's those moments in between, the spaces in between where you're on a flight and you're, you're sitting at an airport in a connecting flight where you're sitting with your high performer and you're talking ideas, you're talking great big things, you're unlocking you know, institutional knowledge and dialogue. And just by, you know, by them being heard, just by them spending that time with you, and it's not just you as a leader, as an entrepreneur, but uh, with each other, with, with other leaders and, and even subordinates for them to see that this is the activity that, that, that should be done. I feel like human beings, if you think about, you know, the great resignation and, and all the people leaving for, for money and things like that, the human beings that are uh, really strengthening bonds with each other at work, that's where your greatest performers are going to be retained. That's what they want to be because they want to do meaningful work. They want to have meaningful connection with other associates. This is David again, and uh, Manish, I'm gonna tell you, I'm inspired. I'm inspired because I hear you talk about peak praise. And on your website, you have something that's very unique and, and it's no to, to no surprise because of your background, you, you, you know, your associates, your team members, they're called peaksters, right? We, what are we aiming for? We're aiming to bring not only our clients to the peak of their potential, we're also trying to think about our team members and bringing them to the peak of their potential. So I love it. I want to be a peakster. That's what I love about what I'm hearing. And that's fascinating. But you know what I also want to want to kind of piggyback on is you said you have to be intentional. And I think that's so true. And I think about the talented people that are around us all the time. You have to be intentional because they want to be pushed. They want to be believed in. They want to be able to feel like that they can't be capped. They want to be able to know that they can go for it. And I think that's what you're seeing at your organization, uh, even to the point where you've talked about in previous conversations, how you've brought on different people in key positions of leadership and influence. And you can say, hey, just go run for it, you know, and you don't have to be the one calling all the shots. And I love that you can do that because they've captured that vision of what peak activity could be. So for our listeners that are out there, if you're listening to Twins Talk It Up, and you're enjoying the content that you're hearing, you're enjoying the guests that we bring on, make sure you subscribe, make sure you follow this program so that we can get more leaders, more thought leaders like Manish to come and join us because what he's doing is invaluable. 
the gold nuggets you're going to hear from this is not just for his organization. It's for every listener out there that wants to build a viable, scalable organization out there. So Manish, I want to come back to a question uh, that I found, at least one that was curious for me. When you're working with your clients, you know, and your client base, can you speak about how you implement this methodology of yours to ensure peak performance? You talk about the three steps of dreaming, delivering, and elevating. Can you talk about those three aspects of your methodology for your clients and helping them to achieve their peak performance? Absolutely. Look, every one of us dream all day, every day. We're dreaming of somebody that's going to fall in love with us or some business result we're going to get or some you know fast car that we're going to purchase. And if, if you believe in where you're trying to go and you institutionalize or write down where you're trying to go, if you, if you memorialize it, you're going to get there, right? There's, there's great psychology behind you know, sticking the word believe on a wall and, and following it through. The dream phase for us is really understanding and unlocking what those dreams are. A lot of people have these dreams. If I'm a business owner, let's just say I'm a, I'm a you know, a billion dollar retailer, but I haven't really figured out this digital thing. Well, I have a dream that one day I'm going to be a $2 billion retailer and I'm going to do it by digital being a big part of it. So uh, if you spend that time up front and understanding in, in whether it's, you know, just a, a spouse or, a, or somebody you're, you're, you're dealing with in life, if you know what their dreams are and you align to common interests, things go way, way better. So that's where we start. We really want to understand what your goal is. Is it to preserve? Is it to grow? Is it to, to you know, double down and triple down on a certain thing? And once you unlock that dream, we believe in, you know, biting the apple one bite at a time or take it, taking it a little bit at a time. You deliver something small. When you guys first did your podcast, you probably did an episode, two episodes. You didn't say, we're going to do 100,000 episodes by the end of uh, 2025, right? You said, let's, let's take steps towards achieving our dream. I hope you guys get 100,000 episodes. And I think you guys are going to get there. You guys are doing a wonderful job. It's a fantastic Thank you. Uh, resource you're putting out there. And then when you elevate, you say, what resources do I need to scale? And scale is the hardest thing. A lot of people can build an e-commerce site. You can, you can go to Shopify and get into business. How do I build a $100 million e-commerce site? How do I think about a, a billion-dollar retail operation? Well, that's scale. And that's where you need elevation. You need analytics. You need data. You need technology. You need marketing, all working in unison. And, and honestly, I think this is our differentiator. We have experts that will help you capture your dream and memorialize it, deliver the first thing but we're going to help you scale and we're going to help you scale because we've been there. We've done that. I've been part of a, a, a very, very large multi-billion dollar e-commerce organization. I know what that looks like. I'm not going to let you make mistakes. I'm going to help you elevate your game. And, uh, and actually one of the things we actually, uh, you know, David did originally when we were trying to think about our brand was we thought it was just going to be elevate, only elevate. It was just going to be, we'll help you elevate. But we realized if you don't have the dream, you're elevating to where? Do I want to climb K2, Mount Everest, or just you know a hill in, in uh, North Carolina? We need to know that. This is Danny, I love that. I, first of all, I love the team building aspect. I love that once a month town hall. The problem that I see a lot of organizations have, they don't celebrate enough, as you stated. They don't celebrate the employees enough. They don't let the peers celebrate them enough. And when I look at celebration, and I think about that growth mindset you talked about before, it's all about 
getting that dopamine effect going. We know how that works when you want to watch that show or when you're stressed out, people like to eat. I, I love the fact that people like to celebrate. And when the more people celebrate around you, the more excited they are, the excitement carries over to you. And so I see that you built that great culture, not only with your employees, but I see that you pushed it towards your clients as well. Uh, I want to go back to some of your special, your specialties that you have at, at Peak Activity. And a lot of times people ask themselves, look, we hear about this SEAL, SAM, you know, search engine optimization. We hear about this stuff all the time, but what are some of the tactics that an organization should incorporate into their SEAL strategy in order to make it more effective? Because the traditional methodology for some businesses just aren't working. Yeah, you know, one of the things that uh, a long time ago you could do would, was to buy your way into Google, buy your way mm -hmm. into, you know, Bing or whatever search engine it was. Uh, when when you when you look at search engine optimization today, it is really hard to say I'm just going to go hire somebody and we're just going they're just going to get me to to page one. Um, I had a cousin who uh, a long long time ago would just you know, charge a couple hundred bucks and he'd guarantee page one page one results. That's not how it works today. The way if you think about Google, Google is an advertising based company and they make their money on on making sure that they're putting out and bringing to the market a really, really good product. They wanna know if you're, if you're selling um, you know, uh, headphones, for example, that you're the best and most qualified headphone expert. And so it's no longer, I can just game the system, but it's now I need to have a consistent strategy that uh, search engine is just one output of. Uh, it, and it's gonna, it's gonna start with things like social media. It's gonna start, start with things that you may not even think of. Um, like, did I, did I register my business on Google, my business, did I put my hours into Google so that they know what hours were open. Every time you do and take an action, you're, you're, you're adding what's called authority. You're adding rank, you're adding value to, to what Google is going to say about you. So for peak activity, uh, we have to put our location, we have to put what we do, we have to put, you know, content out on a regular basis about what we do. And it's not something you do once and, and then you're done, but it's something that you have to say. I'm going to work at being the best I can be in terms of, of an outward facing uh, storefront, if you will. No different than us as humans, right? If, if we're working to improve our lives 1% every day, you should be working to improve your brand and your website and your, your page rank and all those things 1% every day as well. It, that, it's just, it's accretive. I love that. I love that. You, you know, sometimes we think we have to go all in. This is Danny and those little steps. Over time, you start seeing it. It's like the same thing with going to the gym, working out. You may work out for a week and say, you know, I don't see anything. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? But over time, those little steps will give you that opportunity to build your brand the right way, will give you some of the momentum. You start. You may start getting some lead flow out of it. So we, we want to tell our audience, look, it's great to have a strategy, but you got to keep at it. You can't let go. And if you are in a position of your company's been stagnant for a long period of time, please consider looking at peak activity. They can actually help you with that. Majority of the time, it may not just be a marketing issue. It may be a technology challenge that you may have. And so that might be something to look at. Let's go back to this uh, thing that you've introduced in the past, augmented reality as part of your solution deck. And this is impacting the customer journey. How has this been a game changer? And I think our audience wants to know a little bit more about that. Can you go ahead and expound upon that a little Absolutely. Now, if you if you think about a Mark Zuckerberg or somebody getting on there with a headset, yeah. and it, it looks like the future, right? He's, he's changing the name of his company around it, and 
and you're like, what is going on here? That this is not business. This is just, you know, a bunch of, a bunch of hype. The reality is, uh, you know, I, I heard this fact where Mercedes has given every one of their mechanics a headset. And if you're working on a car in the U S and you can't figure out a problem and you want to talk to an engineer in Germany or in Asia to help you solve a problem, they both put on a headset and you can, you can work at something and you can have what's called co-presence and you can work and, and uh, really together on the problem. And that German engineer or that Asian engineer may have seen this problem before and they, they know exactly how to fix it. Well, you could, it's easy. It's one thing to do it by phone. Hey, I'm, I'm looking at a round screw. It's another to feel like you're being there. So things like you know, virtual reality uh, or augmented reality, which is really the blending of, of you know, where you are today and, 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 and you know, bringing vision into the space are in their infancy. But if you're great at e-commerce, if you have a great technology stack, you feel like you're doing all the right things, the world is gonna continue to change faster and faster and faster. Things like augmented reality, spatial computing, are just getting started. Yeah. And they're really revolutionizing because we've got eyes, we've got mm -hmm. ears. They, the, the, the 3D world is all around us. What the spatial computing world is doing is bringing that 3D world into a digital, uh, a digitized ecosystem. So, uh, you know, one example is, is imagine if you're looking at your office and you're looking to redecorate your office, if you can just put a hold up your phone and really swipe in and out and take measurements, uh, all of a sudden you're not having to go into the retail store and say, well, I think my office is 13 feet wide and I think it might look good with a potted plant, but I don't know. So really what's, what's happening with new emerging technologies, augmented reality is one of them, you know, cloud technologies, uh, uh, things like that, machine learning, uh, personalization. They're all a lot of, there are a lot of great new technologies coming out that are appropriate for business. And you may not, you know, you might not be in a business that needs any e-commerce. You might be a farmer, but if you can use computer vision to reject the bad corn from the good yep. while it's being pricked and, and packed, wow, that's going to save you a whole lot of money on labor. So these new technologies, emerging technologies are in a sense, they're, they're something that as a business owner, you should think about saying, can I apply some of these new technologies to achieve my business goals, to achieve my, my dreams? And I think, you know, a lot of it is being curious, explorative and saying, let's talk to some experts. Let's talk to people who know what they're doing and, you know, see if there's a pathway forward. It might not be now. It might be two years from now, three years from now, but it's a long game. I love that. This is Danny, by the way, before Dave jumps in again. I want to make sure I let our audience know that sometimes it's good to bring a consulting firm to help you see the possibilities of the future. Yes. And if augmented reality or some type of machine learning algorithm integrated with your artificial intelligence can give you a leg up on the future and on your competition or can give you better insights on what your clients are actually looking for, then go with it. I mean, I just remember my kids at night when they're younger, I would read a bedtime story to them at night. And I would open up the book and the first words was once upon a time and they would lean in towards me as I'm reading the book. And sometimes our client wants to lean in towards you and they want to know, hey, what journey are you going to take us on? So take advantage of this. You may need to bring in a company like Peak Activity to help you give your customers yep. that vision of what things could become when you move into this future. And that technology is what he's been talking about earlier that could give you a leg up. So please consider this if you feel like you've been stagnant. 
Yeah, this is David and, and Manish, I think that's important. And you're doing something that's interesting. You're not just saying this is the current trend, this is what we're gonna do. You're opening their eyes to the possibility and it's that dream and now let's elevate. You've seen what the work we've been able to do. You've seen what we've been able to deliver for you. Yes, we've captured your dream. Now in order for your dream to really crystallize into something wonderful, to get to K2, to get to Mount Everest, the, the, the highest peak in, in the world, we've got to think differently. And this is the outside the box thinking, this is why we're bringing those technologies. And that's why as a firm, you actually integrate the latest technologies to these organizations. And if you're listening out there and you're wondering, what is this all about, Dave? Why is this so important? Peak Activity has been one of the fastest growing companies in the country the last two years that we've recognized on the Inc. 5000 list. And even last year, it was recognized as one of the fastest growing private companies in the Southeast by Inc. Magazine. So he knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's doing. They are changing the landscape of marketing. It's no longer call your Uncle Joe, call your cousin, come work on this and make this different. As he said, your engagement is all calculated. Everything that you do when you're on there with Google, which is one of their partners, with your Amazon, that's one of their partners. doesn't matter what the the ecosystem that is out there, he's got experience as well as his team with navigating your organization on that space. So I wanna, I wanna start with something here that I think is so key. Manish, when you look at 2022, and we talked about the great migration, we've talked about just people working remotely now, and now companies have gone to this hybrid model. What are some of the trends you're seeing for the rest of this year, or maybe something we should be aware of as we go into 2023, to capture this new technology or to capture new ideas for helping organizations take advantage of that. We'll be right back after this short break. We wanna thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz, that's Paul, J-A-C-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Greetings, incredible leaders and listeners. This is Danny Suk Brown, the co-host and one half of the Twins Talk It Up program. And I want to share a special announcement with you. Do you want to improve or master your communication and presentation skills? Do you want to overcome your fear of speaking? What could be the impact from you improving your public speaking skills? Could your value increase 15, 30, or even 50%? Can your potential income and salary increase as well? If you have ever asked yourself any of these questions, then I am pleased to announce that my identical twin brother and I have released our first book. And the book is entitled, Talk It Up, A Guide to Successful Public Speaking. For this month only, on Amazon, there's a special discounted price to celebrate the launch of our new book. Whether you're a beginner or an experienced speaker, this book will prove to be a great and valuable asset for your professional growth, and it also will increase your influence. Be sure to visit Amazon for the discounted price, available in both paperback and ebook format. Not only are we offering Talk It Up, a guide to successful public speaking at a special price, we will be giving away a copy of our listeners. So, how do you get one of our copies? You must listen to our Twins Talking Up podcast. You must comment. 
And then we will ask you to give a stellar review and reading and you will get an opportunity to qualify for a free book. This will support our ability to continue to make great content. My twin and I are so thankful for your continued support. We can't wait to hear from how this book is supporting and helping you to reach your goals. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. Well, look, we were remote from our beginning, and I've never understood the model where you felt like you had to look at people and be with people in order to be successful, right? Because if you do a great job setting goals, if you do a great job setting uh, interpersonal relationships, onboarding employees, you, you don't have to think about, you know, well, is that person productive or not? Uh, I think the trends that will continue are, are really um, for people to take care of their own associates, take care of their associates, not just from a uh, am I paying you the right amount or, or anything like that? But am I building your career? Am I building your trajectory? Am I, am I serving you uh, as, as an associate? Because everyone knows that, uh, you know, from a trend standpoint, that people have choices, right? Yeah. And that's going to that's gonna always continue. Um, but for me as a leader, I, I am here to serve you. I'm here to help you get trained. I'm here to, to coach you and nurture you. If I need to get you an executive coach, I know where to find one for you, right? Um, call David and, and he'll, help, he'll help you out. There, there's ways that we'll bring, bring that to life with, with, with people. So, you know, as far as tech trends go, there are a number of trends, you know, Microsoft Teams, Slack. There's a lot of great tools that are out there that people have been using for a long time. I think the, the trend is going to be a little bit sort of counterintuitive, which is going to be how do you build the connection with people in small groups? One of the things that we did having a, an executive retreat in Austin, Texas, and while I was there, we were having a discussion with, with a, a group of CEOs that I network with around people in the office and how do you build bonds if, you, if, you're, if they're not together. At that same time, there was 20 or, pe- or so Peaksters that were on a beach organically together cleaning it up. And they were creating a bond between each other. So it's not all things that you need to necessarily do as a leader, but you need to make sure you condone and promote and spotlight. And so that, those organic bonds that are going to be created because we do we support a beach cleanup, those people have a connection that I have no idea about, right? And and that's the beautiful thing that um, human beings will find ways to create those interpersonal dynamics that will ultimately lead to retention, uh, connection that are are going to be so so important in in how we work in the future. Hey Manish, this is David again. I've got to ask you this because you you brought up something that was so important. You're in Texas, and yet you have peaksters that are working on cleaning up the beach they're building this sense of of chemistry they're building that camaraderie and and that really speaks to the involvement you had in the community down in south florida i know you sit on the board of one of the universities down there i know that you are very active in your community Uh, can you talk about why you i don't know if why is the right word but uh how you continue to support 
your Peaksters being as involved in their community and realizing that you're part of the community. You're not just there as a business. And for our listeners that are out there, Manish's team is not just based in Florida. He has employees all over the world. So can you talk about just why it's so important to also realize that your brand uh, has to be involved in the community and why you support that? Our, our purpose, and, and we actually sit down, sat down and were intentional about defining our purpose. And our purpose is that we want to enable meaningful progress that's rewarding for ourselves, our clients, and our communities. And we were very explicit about saying our communities. And how we came about that is I, I, everyone has great mentors and you learn from those great mentors. If you don't have a mentor, find one. And I had a mentor and I saw him being super involved in, in so many charitable things. I said, how do you have time to do it? You're running a company and, and, and you're going out there. And he just turned to me and said, the more you give, the more you get back. Simple as that. The more you give, the more you get back. And it just sunk in and said, interesting. I'm, I, and, and I've always been a, b- a big believer in giving, uh, but it was always when you're in high school, you have to do community service yeah. to get to the next level, right? It, it, it was one of those sort of, you have to do this. If you're part of a church, you have to go out and, and, and uh, you know, you know, do something good. Well, as soon as you don't have to, as soon as you realize you're going to get back, Wow, that's 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 rewarding, and and so for us to to see and feel uh, and touch the human progress that we're able to create, the, the the rewarding progress, and to involve our clients in it and our associates with it in it, now we have the ability to say, hey, hey, why would you not be going out and cleaning up a beach and spending time with each other? Take two or three hours. Just two or three hours. Pay back in spades when you keep and retain those bonds and the, and the humans. Um, connection and more importantly you retain the employee because look we have a whole you know generation that's all about what 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 can i do to to impact society right if you look at some of the the broader sort of uh, labels you know i, I although they're not 100 accurate i don't think but if you think about millennials millennials want to make a difference and and if you're an employer just saying well sit at your desk nine to five so i can watch you that's not making a difference why don't you go clean up the beach, get involved with junior achievement, go out and, and, and raise money for the, the heart association or whatever it is that you want to support. It'll make all the difference in the world with your employees. This is Danny. I love that. It's amazing to see that when people have a passion, that it's actually encouraged when they have a passion to take care of the people around them, when they have a passion to clean up the beach, when they have a passion to help build up the inner cities, that there's an organization that encourages it. And you've built up that culture. You built up that practice where people are free to go after their passion and it keeps the employees with you longer. They're not trying to leave and go to the next location, the next job. And I think that's what's missing today. It, you kept it real. You kept it personal and you make it more like it's a family. Um, so I'm really excited to hear that. I think our audience wants to know from a CEO perspective, Manish, this is Danny, from a CEO perspective, what books are you reading? What podcasts are you listening to that continues to give you knowledge, wisdom, information in order to continue to maintain that growth that you've been having, that growth mindset, that quick growth with peak activity to be part of the Inc. 500, the fastest growing companies in the Southwest, uh, Southeast, I apologize. What books and podcasts are you reading? Because maybe we want to read those too and maybe we want to listen to those too. What are you doing? Well, look, uh, I believe in the growth mindset. I believe in, in always learning and always uh, going about and, and, and you know, finding the next book, finding the next podcast. 
I'll give you a couple. And, uh, and I do have a website at manishirapar.com that I'll be pushing, putting my, my reading on regularly. So uh, uh, you can always check that out and, and uh, we'll make sure that, that, uh, that you're getting the greatest of what's going through my head, if you will. Uh, I, I love a podcast by Seth Godin. He's a marketer called Akimbo, A-K-I-M-B-O. It always has been a great one. And uh, Jocko Willick is a, is a former Navy SEAL. He has a great podcast. If you're in leadership, um, it, it, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, I'm reading a book. It has a lot of uh, uh, F-bombs, uh, David, David Goggins. I'm actually, I drive my high schooler to, to school every morning at, at 6.30. And he and I are listening together. A lot of, a lot of colorful language, uh, but it talks about mental toughness. It talks about, uh, it talks about uh, really um, getting there. And then I always, one of my, my two favorite books, I'll give you two, two last ones. There's one called Loon Shots, which is really all about how companies can really innovate and create um, small groups of fast moving teams. And then there's a guy by the name of Ray Dalio who wrote two books that are awesome, Changing World Order and Principles. I could go on for hours, guys, but I know you're going to probably you know, mute me pretty very soon. But do, please do check out my personal website around you know, my pillars, but knowledge is definitely one of them and making sure that you get there. Thank you very much. This is Danny. I want to make sure our audience understands sometimes if you want to grow your business or you want to grow professionally or personally, you want to take advice and go after something that has been implemented, something that has been proven, something that has been done, and just imitate, imitate, imitate. A lot of times when we think about, hey, if I could learn from something, I should learn now because you're going to 20 years from now, 30 years from now, you're going to be like, man, if I could tell myself something and I can go back in time, my younger self, what would I say? Well, this is it. This is it. Manish is giving you some insights, giving you his personal website that you can go and actually look at the books, look at the po- look at the podcast he's, he's listening to every single day. Uh, we want to thank you, Manish, for coming and joining David and myself and sharing your leadership journey with our audience. This is one way to help them to build, to sustain, and to invest in themselves in order to grow. We're excited to hear how you've invested in your own employees. Have you been able to build the right culture, being able to let go of all those hats, to bring the right people into your organizations, but yet also try the new technologies in order to make sure your clients get the next step, the next age. And when you said something that was quite funny to me, because I sometimes don't think people realize this, you worked at a huge company called Office Depot, and you were able to learn for so many other smart people around you in order to be able to take the same principles, the same skills, and give it to other organizations today. I want to let our audience know, if you want to learn more about Peak Activity, and you want to learn more about how you can work with Manisha and his team, go to peakactivity.com. And don't forget, also go to his website, Manish, H-I-R-A-P-A-R-A.com to get insights on the books and the podcasts that he has recommended. On behalf of my identical twin brother, David and I, Manish, thank you so very much for being our special guest on the Twins Talk It Up podcast today. Thank you guys so much. You guys are providing such a valuable service to the world. So we do really appreciate what you're doing. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSP Leadership and visit us online at dspleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.